To the Dakota Rustler Show. I am your host, Daryl Root. I'm revamping my format back to its original state when I did audio only. I did some revamping when I decided to go to video, and if I'm perfectly honest, I seem to have lost some listeners and didn't gain near as many to make up for it. So I'm going back to my original state. What does all this mean? <coughs> Excuse me. Well, it means the chalkboard is gone, and it's going to be replaced by a few overlays for those watching on video. It means a lot less scripting and more of just me letting my mind wander, which might be why I had more listeners during the audio-only versions. So I'm going back to that format and just letting my own mind ramble and talk as I see fit. For those of you on audio, I want to promote Danheim. They are the provider of all my background music. I get their, to use their music free of charge as long as I give them a promotion. And for those of you who want to know what Lake Tahoe looks like nowadays with their record snowfall, well, this is a picture from Lake Tahoe. You can see the cars covered in snow, and it's just a nightmare there. So, let's get on with it. Let's do a little section that I called Tidbits, something that I did during Season 1 when I was audio only. So, for the first tidbit, New York City is going all electric for new construction. So, whenever anything is being built, you will not be able to use natural gas heat. You will not be able to use oil heat. You will be stuck using electric heat. Electric is already the most expensive form of heat there is. So, why are they going all electric? New York is expensive expensive enough and I've done plenty of podcasts in the past where I tell you that solar is not going to provide enough electricity wind will not provide enough electricity we're going to get into that a little later with another tidbit of mine but there simply isn't enough solar and wind out there and renewable energy to create all this electric that New York City thinks they're going to run on so get ready for experience expensive heat in New York City. You know, you're going to be right up there with California with their rolling blackouts and brownouts. There are a couple ex- exemptions though if you live in New York City. Number 1 is commercial kitchens, they will be allowed to use natural gas. You know, because they know electric heat isn't good for commercial kitchens. <clears throat> or excuse me, electrical Ovens aren't good enough for commercial kitchens, and natural gas and oil can also be used for emergency heat sources. Well, if they're going to do all electric heat from now on, they're going to be using a lot of emergency heat. Tidbit number two, China is removing statues that 
represent Tiananmen Square and what happened back there in 1989. Again, like we're doing here with the, all the Confederate statues that we're taking down, are you going to forget the past if you remove everything from the past? We need reminders that slavery existed. We don't want to go back to that. You know, China, they're a communist country. They do want to go back to being communist. I mean, they always have been, but they want to remove anything that represents freedom because it's contradictory to their communist ways. You know, right now we're going through what I call COVID slavery. You know, if you don't have the proper papers, the proper documentation, you can't eat at a restaurant. You know, if you don't have the proper documentation, you can't work certain places. You know, healthcare facilities being one. You know, the military, they want you to have proper documentation or you won't be allowed to work there. Well, it's ridiculous. It's, it's COVID slavery. And let's face it, the facts are out there that the minorities just have... They're vaccinated at a lower rate. So this is being, you know, discriminatory towards minorities again. We're returning back to that. Now, I don't want to link that with Confederate statues. But if you forget that people used to be enslaved, it's a lot easier to enslave them again. doesn't matter whether they're minorities, whether they're the main race. You know, this is medical slavery that we're suffering right now. Tidbit number three, COVID ships. A U.S. warship and up to 86 cruise ships have had or may have COVID outbreaks despite vaccination rates and COVID test rates of up to 100% among the crew and passengers. What more proof do we need that vaccines don't work they don't stop the spread of anything oh i have it let's try the nhl the nba the uh nfl they all have vaccination rates that are supposedly in the high 90 percent you know 95 98 percent yet on any given day hockey has a bunch of players out due to covid covid protocol yet you know uh, football has a number of players out due to COVID protocols. You know, same thing with the NBA. The NHL even took about a week off to try and get it under control. You know, these people are vaccinated at high rates, yet it's not stopping the spread of anything. Yet we had the aforementioned restaurants from the previous tidbits section that have restaurants closing down and or mandates you know you can't eat in there unless you're vaccinated well vaccinations don't stop anything from spreading we have proof of that uh, excuse me as i get a drink of coffee <clears throat> and by the way you can order these dakota rustler mug dakota rustler mugs uh, a little bit more on that later during the advertising section so you know, if U.S. warships and cruise ships with 100% vaccination rates are getting COVID, vaccines aren't working. And I wouldn't even call them a vaccine to begin with. When I got a polio vaccine, it was once and done. You don't get it. Smallpox vaccine, once and done. You know, if this was a true vaccine, you'd get one shot, you'd be done, you wouldn't get anything. Anyway, 
Let's move on to topic number four, tidbit number four, China coal. China has agreed to cut coal use, but only after 2025. Till then, what are they doing? Well, they just completed their largest coal-fired power plant ever with plans to build more. They get two-thirds of their energy from coal, and new plants will only increase that. The U.S. gets 19% of its coal or electrical use from coal and 40% from natural gas. Renewables equal 20% with hydro being half of that. So again, you know, we're having a hard time getting China to agree to anything with coal. They have agreed to cut use of coal but only after 2025 and by that time they're going to be ramping it up as i said two-thirds of their use two-thirds of their electric use is from coal that's only going to increase as they bring bigger and bigger coal-fired plants online and then they'll try to reduce well they keep firing up all these new coal plants and then reducing after that they're still overall going to have an increase Anyway, with that, I see we're reaching approximately the halfway point or so. We're going to take an advertising break right here, and I will see you in about 50 seconds. If you enjoy grilling and cooking, Camp Bridger seasonings are for you. All four blends are salt-free and designed to enhance the flavor of food, not bury it. The popular four-pack can be purchased and shipped anywhere in the continental U.S. for around 33 bucks, depending on your state sales tax rate. Visit our sponsor's website at CampBridger.com for more information. Anything Dakota Rustler related can be found at dakotarustler.org. There, you will find links to audio and video versions of the latest episodes. You can also support the show through purchase of merchandise, donations, or sponsorship. Sponsors will be recognized on air and or the website. Thank you for listening. And now, back to the show. Hello and welcome back. So let's get to the main topic of the story today, or the main topic of the show today. My favorite story from 2021 was the Richard Branson, Jeff Bezos, and Elon Musk race into space. Virgin Galactic, Blue Origin, and SpaceX, reminiscent of the old railroad tycoon days where the government subsidized a bunch of people uh, not a bunch basically a handful of tycoons and create and they created a railroad that went from the atlantic ocean to the pacific ocean which allowed people to travel across the u.s in a matter of days instead of months i mean back in those days if you took a Conestoga wagon, it would literally take months to go from one side of the country to the other, you know, a good half year. If you did it just on horse, maybe you could cut that time in half. But the railroad allowed people to do things in a matter of days. You know, so I love the fact that the space race is going on and it's this time it's mostly privatized. Yes, they're getting some government money, but it's a lot more privatized than what NASA ever was. NASA was 100% government. 
why is this my favorite story from 2021 and not something that was a little bit more serious? Well, number one, I'm just sick and tired of COVID, so that's not my favorite story from 2021. Number two, I've always been a science fiction fan, an outer space buff. I loved the first couple Star Treks, you know, the original, the next generation, what came after that, um... Oh, I can't remember which one was the third. Babylon 5 was one of my favorite sci-fi shows. That got dissed a lot on Big Bang Theory. But I liked Babylon 5. Some people didn't like it because it wasn't episodal. It was more of a saga. That was good. And then I've also always loved to read science fiction and space stories. Arthur C. Clarke and Ben Bovo were two of my favorite authors. You know, there's the movie Ender's Game, which started out as a book and became a movie later on. I also love astronomy. I'm, a, I'm an astronomy buff. I once owned a telescope. It was only a little 2.4-incher. I'm considering getting another one sometime down the road. You know, I, I love astronomy. I remember when the comet Haley-Bopp crashed into Jupiter. They said small telescopes wouldn't be able to see it. But my little tiny telescope, I aimed it towards Jupiter after that happened, and I could see the dark spots and the clouds from where the comet crashed into Jupiter. As I said, you weren't supposed to be able to see that in small telescopes. They only expected that to happen with larger telescopes. But I was fortunate enough to see it. In addition, decades ago, when we first started exploring the moon, I had always hoped that I would see a moon base before I died, I also wanted to see a human landing on Mars before I died. You know, NASA dropped the ball. They failed to do so. So in my opinion, we should let these pioneers do so. What's wrong with space travel? What's wrong with that? As I mentioned, railroads opened up the country. Let's open up space. I think it would be great if our progeny, our children, our grandchildren, or maybe their grandchildren could one day go to the moon for a vacation, one day go to Mars for a vacation. Granted, Mars would be a very long vacation, months, you know, maybe even a couple years, but the moon is close. It's only 300,000 miles away. Why not let them go to the moon? That would be a great vacation. It wouldn't take that long. You can be there in a matter of a couple of days. You can be back in a couple of days. You can spend a week there. Maybe you can help mine for helium-3 or whatever other rocks and minerals are there. As payment, you know, there's a whole open... It's a, just a whole new thing that can be open and experimented with. I think it would be absolutely brilliant. So for me, that's my favorite story of the year. You know, again, I'm a science buff. I'm a space buff. Let's open it up. You know, and you'll notice on my program title down below, Welcome to 2022, spelled T-O-O. Uh, this is just kind of a finishing story I want to do before I end. There may be signs that the government is finally going to give in to covid Biden said the other day, government can't do anything to stop it, so maybe 
government is realizing that Americans are sick and tired of it and that we just want to live with it, do what needs to be done. Maybe there are signs that the economy is going to open up the way it should be. And if that happens, maybe as we end 2021 and go into 2022, maybe we can return to some form of normal. Whether that will happen, I don't know, but Americans are tired of it. Even people who support all these mandates, I think they're getting tired of it. So let's get out from under the COVID umbrella. We've had enough already. Omicron is not as dangerous as what they want you to believe. Yes, it may be more contagious, but the effects of it are minor. Hardly anybody, I mean, hospitalizations are down. Deaths are down. The mainstream media is not telling you that. But the fact that Joe Biden may finally be giving into this may be a good sign. So I have hopes for 2022, but I wouldn't count on it. And that's why I called it 2022 T-O-O, because I'm still afraid it's going to be a repeat of 2020 and 2021. Last year, when the year began, I said, don't count on 2021 being any better than 2020, and it wasn't. So let's keep our fingers crossed. Maybe, just maybe, 2022 will be different. I'm hoping so. I'm sure you're hoping so. Let's get this world back to normal if we can. Till then, you know the mantra, I'm going to... Go over to the outro on this, and as I said, you know the mantra, be safe, be free, question authority, just just do it. Thank you for listening to The Dakota Rustler Show, a production of D.L. Root. All rights reserved by D.L. Root, Buzzsprout.com, and their shared partners. Unauthorized use is prohibited. This show is sponsored by Camp Ridger Seasonings. Visit our sponsor's website at CampRidger.com for more information.